0: back back, everyone this is the flow track podcast i'm kevin he is gordon we are remote today gordon is in front of a tree on the other side of the country in philadelphia i'm at my house in austin gordon good afternoon how you doing doing good we
1: apologize if kevin's internet is all glitchy i don't know what's going on but out here in pennsylvania we got our connection got our shit together with connecting to the podcast internet anyway my day is great kevin how was your day
0: (laughs) this is a throwback though i don't like doing remote i've gotten used to sitting next to you not just for the internet reasons but i've just gotten used to the show and the rhythm um us being close to each other chit-chatting being able to cut each other off without an awkward second and a half delay this just reminds me of uh, a not so happy time go but it's okay we're recording a pod uh for next week as well too so we'll have the the wednesday pod out for you guys as well a lot of podcasts that i've been listening to they're doing one show this week and then they're off next week and that's it a lot of pods that I listened to are doing that and we're doing four in two weeks four not one in two weeks we're doing four
1: five if you count the bonus pod
0: True, which you made available to everybody accidentally for ten hours. So shout out to you, uh, Colt. Had to catch that. Actually, shout out to Colt. Good job, Colt. Another time there. <laughs> uh, okay, how's your how's your trip been so far? Though trip's
1: been good. I'm staying at my parents' place for these next two weeks. Uh, got my own little area, but an interesting thing happened. I have an interesting story. So, okay. I'll start all right so my parents have this they live in like a 55 and over community so they have like their a gym that people go to and so I went to the okay. gym working on my dunk still got the dunk in mind we're going to I think I'm going to attempt it at my local high school anyway going to the gym with my parents and we're walking into the gym area and my parents point out this mat at the entrance mm-hmm. we have a photo of it it's mat at the entrance and my dad goes, "You see that mat right there? That's our mat. That belongs to us." I was like, "Wait, what?" He's like, "Yeah, there were, we got flooding a uh, year ago and I put it out on the back of my car and I mm-hmm. forgot that it was on the back of my car and I drove off and it fell somewhere in the neighborhood and I went to the people said, "Hey, two of our mats fell off our truck while we were driving. Do you find it?" Mm-hmm. One of them was this generic black mat and the other one Was like a Merry Christmas mat and they go, Oh yeah, yeah, we found it on the street and they gave back the Merry Christmas mat and they didn't have the, but we don't have the black mat. And then a few weeks later, they find their black mat in the gym area entrance. So this community just basically stole my parents mat and they know it's theirs because there's a piece missing from the edge that they remember. This is my parents mat that they own. And their community stole it from them and pretending like nothing happened and is using it as the entrance walkway to their gym. And they're just letting it happen. And so what I need to know is, do I need to pull off like a national treasure, Nick Cage situation, go in 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 the middle of the night and take this mat back that belongs to my mom and my dad? It's also, why are they just keeping this mat? Like, they know it's not theirs. They returned one of them, but not the other. This makes no
0: sense. Did did they ask for it back, though? I know they said, did you find it? And they said, we found one. But once they saw that one on the ground, they said, hey, that's our mat. Did, Did they alert anybody to that fact? I
1: don't know if they did that, but I think they just think they clearly saw both mats, and they only said, we found one of them. And then a week later, they saw their other one show up in the entrance hallway. And maybe my dad doesn't want to conf- doesn't want confrontation, so he's not going to be like, "That's legally my mat." Look at the corner edge. But maybe I need to take it into my own hands and just for Christmas on the twenty fifth <laughs> show up like I took your mat back.
0: I don't think there was any fight here. Matt looks like every single mat, and I think the person that they talked to just assumed that was the mat. Like someone else grabbed it. Maybe someone job it is to set up for the day or something, grabbed it. And then the person they talked to wasn't the same person who grabbed it. So they don't know where it came from. And it looks like literally every other black mat, like they should have asked for it back right away. That's what they should have done. Yeah. Now it's been I can two, how long has it been? How long has uh, it been? It's
2: been months It's been months.
0: Okay. Well, now it might be tough. Hey, you know that Matt, you guys, <laughs> several months ago, I lost it. Uh, uh, no, but I both mats were together.
1: They found both mats at the same time. They went and say, hey, did you find our two mats? They said, oh, we only found the Christmas one. We never found the black one. And then a week later, the black one magically appears in the entrance hall of the gym. Like, they clearly were like, hey, let's, you know, drug raid. Oh, we only saw $50,000 of cash when really there was $200,000 of cash and they pocket the other 150. That's what's going on here.
0: Classic, trying to get a free mat growth.
1: out of the situation. Yeah.
0: I think two. I think there's multiple people involved, which makes it less suspicious, not more suspicious. But uh, I like that they have. There's a signifying marker. It's like there's a birthmark on the mat that they were able yeah. to identify. There's a little bite taken out of it. Those of you who are watching can see. You're just listening. It looks like I don't know, like a reindeer hoof, basically. Yeah. If I if I were to describe it, and they knew that's your parents knew that. That was the problem with the mat. I mean, how, so what have they been doing? Did they replace their own mat or have they been matless this whole time?
1: They've just been matless. And whenever they walk by, into the gym, nice it's, it. a, it's a reminder of like, Hey, this is ours. You
0: know?
1: Okay. Well, you got to take that back. Man.
0: I, okay. That's what I want to
1: know. So I need to ask to chat. Should I go in and, and take this mat back? Because my parents don't have the guts to do it themselves.
2: But how are they going to feel if they do
0: do it, if you do do it for them? Are they going to be okay Well, they're going to feel
1: really – I could put them in a situation where they're not going to want to return it because then it's even more awkward. They're going yeah. to have to accept that they have their map back.
0: All right. All right. Long feelings about it. They can weigh in on the chat. Uh, All in yeah, the game already the said – yeah. All in the game said uh, probably best not to announce your heist on the internet. Is it a
1: think, heist if I they heist people. it first? I'm
0: heisting the heister. That's a good quest. Yeah, that's that's a good point. And also I don't know if we have listeners in the fifty-five plus community in Bethlehem PA. Do we? <laughs> don't Do we? give out what, my location. What, what are you doing? Come on. What's our what's our what's our what's what's our uh downloads look like there? Um it's a big city. I think you'll be all right. You worried you're gonna get swarmed with people? Fans?
1: Yeah. We'll see. All right. But I'll give you a status update on because we're doing one more pod from here before I leave because I don't go home until January 4th. So the Monday pod in January, I'll give an update on what I decided to
0: do. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. We're going to do this a couple times. Awesome. Uh, Tampa Eagle says, Gordon, it's not your mat, not your call. <laughs> that is true.
1: But it's not That's their true. mat either. It's my parents' mat, and I'm blood to my parents. Yeah. So It's the Mac family mat. In relation to the mat. It's the Mac mat. A... It needs to stay in the family, not some 55 and up gym entrance hall. Come on.
0: I like that you – it's the, literally the most generic mat you could possibly find. There's so <laughs> many of these everywhere, and it's the it's – the all right let's talk about these olympic standards i think that was the main story or one of the main stories we had a couple stories to talk about and then we'll do some fun stuff read some emails do a little bit of guess my pr and we got to raffle off some some gift cards of varying value uh what were your takeaways on the olympic standards that virtually all of them have been faster time wise
1: yeah colt so if you scroll down all the way to the bottom page we have the the standards put up on the screen. I mean, one thing, first thing, I really love the men's 100-meter standard. It's 10 flat. Like, that's a good, even number. I love it when the standards are really specific. Because 10 flat is a lot better than, like, 1107? Like, what's the difference between 1106 and 1107? But there's a big difference between 999 and 1001. Uh, so I like it when the standards are flat with the very even number. So I love 10 flat. I love the 400 men, 45 seconds. I love the 10K, 27 minutes flat. That's fun. On the women's side, any other flat marks? I guess eh, there's not really that many flat marks. I mean, 50.95 for the women's 400, that should just be 51 flat. Like, what are we doing here? Come on, 50.95. Anyway, that's more about visual of the marks. As for the actual quality, of the mark. Looking at these, I kind of did a little bit of some uh, comparisons of 2024 standards to the 2020 standards for the last Olympics. And pretty much every standard is farther or faster except for one, which was the men's 400, which actually got slower. Um, But hey, they're trying to do this. They're trying to make it be less and less people qualifying on time and more and more people. Qualifying on world ranking. The only way you're going to do that is you got to keep moving the standard harder and harder until less and less people can hit it. I still feel like the sprint standards are not anywhere near in the hard range as the distance standards because there's a lot more people who can break 10 than who can break 27 minutes in a 10K. I think that's fair to say. Um, I did a little bit of some math and Kevin, the most uh, the standard that was dropped the most in difficulty mm-hmm. from 2020 to 2024 was the men's marathon. It dropped 2.53% from mm-hmm. 211.30 to 208.10. The second hardest drop was the women's 10K. That dropped 2.39% from 31.25 to 30.40. And then the only other mark that dropped more than 2% was the women's hammer throw. Went from seventy-two point five meters to seventy-four meters. Uh, women's five k went from fifteen ten to fourteen fifty-two, which is a drop of that one point nine eight percent. Yeah, fourteen that is fifty-two. A big
0: drop. Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, I know, per, know percentage-wise, there's three other events where it's higher. But like, you look at the men's marathon, you knew that that was going to happen, just long overdue. And two hundred eight. Like, you got to be running two hundred eight if you're going to be. A factor in any sort of big race but going all the way down to 1452 for the women's 5k that is a big jump
1: yeah 18
2: seconds
0: big jump
1: yeah and you could also say you know i mean the the ones that have the biggest impact i think like marathon at the end of the day there's going to be the whole you finish top three you'll be able to get in via um points and or you get like if you're top, you know, if you're top ten at a major marathon or top five, I feel like there's some other. The top three at the Olympic trials are going to all qualify. I don't think there's going to be a situation yeah. where third, second, or first place at our Olympic trials marathon won't qualify. So we don't really worry about that. I think the ones that are most interesting is the women's 10k, women's 5k, men's 10k, men's 5k, because now it's 30 40 for the women's 10k, 14 52 for the women's 5k. 27 flat for the men's 10K, and 1305 for the men's 5K. Yeah. I honestly think that the 5Ks are going to take care of themselves because I think that most of the American women and men can run in that range. They just aren't pacing themselves to run that range. They're pacing to run whatever the bare minimum is. And so I think when we have these 5K time trials, instead of trying to run 13... 13 and 15.10, they're just going to be yeah. ratching it up a bit more in that first 3K of that pacing to get to a different level. Because I think a lot of the people who ran 13.08 to 13.13, I think 80% of those people can run 13.04 when pushed. And similar to yeah. a bunch of women who ran 15.05 to 15.08, I think... of those people can run 1,452.
2: I wonder if it's going to turn into the men's
0: 1,500, where we just year after, although that got faster too, down to 333.5. So the men's 1,500 is going to continue to be a struggle. But I wonder if the five is going to be one of those events where you go into the Olympic trials and you got to double, triple check to see who all has the standard. The I 10 think has been an issue people. in the past though. Yeah. The 10 has already been an issue in the past and making it even harder. I think it's going to be – it might be a situation where only four or five people have it going in with these with these new times. But then you got world rankings too. I mean here's the thing. My question is how much faster do these times need to get before people really learn the world ranking system? Because I know people are getting more and more familiar with it. But I feel like they these times need to get even harder for people to, to start thinking about, hey, a better path for me? might actually be rankings points as opposed to trying to chase a time. For the superstars, we're not there yet, but maybe some people uh, in that third, fourth, fifth place range were hoping to sneak in, perhaps it is just getting as many world ranking points as possible.
1: Yeah, I think it's never going to be an issue in sprints because in order to be top three in sprints in the U.S., you're running a, a, a world standard no matter what. Field events, I think, has already started going through that path. Like a lot of more field event athletes are starting to really look into the world rankings and manipulate that to not manipulate it, but play the game to instead of focusing on a mark, focusing on racking up the points. So if the mark comes, it comes. If not, you know, you're showing consistency to be in the high jump conversation, the triple jump conversation, et cetera. The place where it has yet to really hit is distance. And we just, Distance running is so used to time trial setups, right? That's just like you you run for the mark and then you you kind of stay lay low and then you come and get ready for your championship racing. But these time trials are getting hard. Like, we're not gonna see a twenty six fifty nine time trial, I don't think, in a ten K. Cause I think there's probably maybe three guys who could do that. Like I really think that. If you're a distance runner who's not Grant Fisher who wants to make the 10K or 5K team, you're going to start recognizing like, hey, I need to go to the silver level event and rack up a point here. Mm-hmm. I need to go to a bronze level event, rack up a point there. Um, sure, you might try to go for broke on one time trial, but at the end of the day, you're going to start chasing points versus chasing time trials, which I think is good, right? More competitive. It also is kind of nerve wracking because you're not going to be like ease of mind going into the the trials mm-hmm. because you're going to be thinking like, am I going to get past? Am I on the bubble? Am I not? There's something nice about knowing going into championship racing, top three and you're in, whereas knowing like, hey, top three and you're maybe in is kind of, kind of mess with your mental fortitude of how you approach the race. But yeah, this is really big effect on U.S. distance runners, basically 1,500 and up. Because mm-hmm. now it's, you're going to start, maybe it's going to make you start racing more. Maybe we're going to see more 10Ks out there, more 5Ks. Mm. I won't complain.
0: What? That's what I was going to ask you, big picture. Also, they shrunk the field size for some of these events too. Big picture, do you think all this stuff is a net positive, a net negative? or pretty much the same?
2: I think pretty much the same. I think, I don't
1: think there's anyone who, first of all, there's no one who is now not going to win an Olympic medal because of these faster standards. Like, that's not going to happen. Everyone who would have won an Olympic medal in 2024 is still going to win the Olympic medal in 2024. I think probably 95% of the people who would have made Team USA before these standards were announced are still going to make Team USA after these standards. I don't think it's really going to really change much of who actually is going to represent US because again, if you're good, you're good. So we only worry about those people. And if you're border runner, borderline runner, you're borderline runner in the first place. And you know, when we're trying to choose athlete A, athlete B, you know. Maybe that calculation yeah. is now tilted a little more towards a different person over another. But at the end of the day, you know, we're only talking about the final 5% of the roster. Most of the top 95% of this roster, this standard stuff isn't really affecting them because they're still going to get in. They're still planning on getting in on world ranking anyway, or they're already fast enough. So, you know, I don't think Trayvon Brummel is like, wait, I got to run 10 flat. You tell me yeah, I gotta break yeah. ten seconds to make the team? Whoa, yeah. I better reevaluate my training plan. No, he's like, okay, cool.
0: So, yeah. He doesn't even need to bother with that.
1: Yeah, he, he's <laughs> so not even, right on. he doesn't even know this is he doesn't even know what a standard is. I bet you <laughs> most US sprinters do not know what the world standard are. Because they don't need to worry about it. Because they're fast enough that yeah. it's like, yeah. like do you do you think like uh, Makai Williams is like thinking about what the top 16 time is for indoor 60. It's like, okay, what do I need to run? No, he's like, my goal is no, to no, win no. and say indoors. Yeah. I'm just gonna go out there and run well, six five or faster and yeah. qualify. You
0: know? Yeah, their their thinking is if I take care of business, I'll be fine. Because they're right. Yeah, because virtually every single season, that's been the case. But if you're in another event, field event or distance event, the whole standards chase has been ingrained into you as being very important. So those times are, are, and I think soon the ranking stuff is going to get important because it was last year, right? At USA's when after the men's 1500, everybody's scrambling to figure out who's actually in it. And the athletes who were in the race didn't really even know like you and you and Kyle Merber had nation than a lot of the people in the race about who would be going. Um, yeah. So I, I think that might start to shift because people are going to understand that it's not just about the time that they're going to be sh- they, You know, the shift is on here to get more people qualifying via the rankings as opposed to the time. I'm set a question here from AJT in the chat um, wants to know, or at, a comment, not a question. But I think we'll see a lot of NCAA athletes trying to go pro over the next year so they can have a better shot at making the Olympics. What do you think about that?
1: So I'm guessing that statement comes from the fact that, you know, the marks that you're running in the collegiate season are not going to be getting as many world ranking points as running those same marks at pro meets. You, can, you run the same time, but if you're doing it in clovis california versus doing it at a silver meet in europe you're getting more credit for that so i could see that being an issue um but i also think there's a lot of mindset for a lot of collegiate kids where you know if you're good enough to make the olympics at age yeah 19 20, 21, you kind of look at your first olympics as more like a stepping stone not as the pinnacle and you may think like you know, you might not feel like you need to be all in at age 20 the way you feel like you need to be all in at age 24. Mm-hmm. So I think people are still going to make, I don't think people are going to really uproot their entire collegiate system just for a flash in a pan attempt at getting at into the Olympics because, you know, like Matthew Bowling did not make the Olympics, but he still is probably 99.9% confident he's going to make the Olympics in his career, despite not making it in the 2020 version.
0: Yeah. I'll follow up to that. AJT says that and made it so you can't run the standard qualifying times and distances at non-approved meets as well. So running a 9.98 SECs, for example, may not count.
1: No, 9.98 SECs will count. SECs will be an approved meet. Most of the U.S. meets are going to be approved. It's going to be very rare for the, the 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 fear of like oh world athletics isn't going to approve any collegiate race that's not true like Mount Sac relays is going to be approved Peyton Jordan's going to be approved all the conference championships are going to be approved I would argue probably 99.9% of NCAA of meets that the NCAA approves world athletics will also be approving so which it's ones will be, not get approved then? Like it might be like the random, like what was what was the the one that it had in Dallas. The like the AP, oh, AP type
2: ranch. A P Ranch? Yeah, that type of stuff you're might not about, get approved.
0: You're talking about the stuff that gets put together on a sh- like much shorter notice.
1: Yeah. Okay. Which I think is smart. Like yeah, you I thought- shouldn't have like there should be a process to like and like, I think like all of like Jesse Williams' like sound running meets, those are all going to be approved because Jesse's not going to put on a meet without it being approved first by World Athletic. Like, and most NCAA, like, it, we kind of get a little concerned like the World Athletics is going to abandon the NCAA system. World Athletics recognizes, as, as much as they don't put a lot of credit on the NCAA championships, they know that NCAA, cha- they write a recap for every NCAA championships. They don't write a recap for all the other countries' versions of NCA's the way they like. World Athletics recognizes NCA as a legitimate track and field, like, training ground for eighteen to twenty-two year olds. You know, it's probably the biggest one that they recognize. It's probably you know they don't treat Europeans' version. I mean, guys, they have U U eighteen and U twenty-three stuff, but um, NCA athletes, you're gonna be fine. There's not, I mean, I might eat my words here, but there's not going to be a situation where <laughs> listen to Gordon, someone guys. runs 9-8 yes. at an NCA meet or an NCA conference meet and is, they're not at Worlds because Sebco was like, that did not happen. You know, it's not going to happen.
0: I saw the document that went out that got posted that was circulating. Yeah, the meets need to be on their calendar, right? And you need to have, they need to be submitted a certain amount of time ahead of time. And I understand why people would be um, a little bit panicked about that and i because this comes within the context of world athletic wanting people to compete in world athletics meets right so you can't separate it from that as well too they want people to run at world athletics meets they want everything under one house or just there's some more clarity about which which meets are legit and which ones aren't but i also know in track things change pretty quickly deadlines get extended right there's extenuating circumstances that are accounted for. And keep in mind, too, the NCAA is not just about the United States. There's athletes from all over the world who are competing in the NCAA system who get good marks, get good times competing in, the NCAA in every single event. Uh, so if you did take a sword to that, it wouldn't, just, it wouldn't be just a U.S. thing. It would be a worldwide yeah. issue.
1: Yeah, and I see AJT talking about um, NCA isn't WADA signatory, all this stuff. Yes. Okay, even if there is a situation where today a meet technically doesn't count in the World Athletics' eyes, the NCA, that's going to change. Like, the World Athletics, is they, they make changes. They approve things retroactively all the time where they recognize, oh, yeah, that's a legitimate mark, that's approved, you know, you got to think about it. World Athletics is trying to create a system that covers the freaking world. All right? Not <laughs> a country, the world. And so there's going to be a lot of nuance to when you try to create a world system. And sometimes things technically when they write the first sentence, didn't abide by those rules, but then when they step away and be like, "Hey, you just wrote a sentence that said, Peyton Jordan meets don't count. They're gonna be like, yeah. wait, no, they're they're running on a four hundred meter track. They have official timing. They have official officials. Yeah, that meat should count. They're gonna they're gonna official be like, no, we're, we're you know we're they're gonna make sure that meet counts. So I wouldn't be concerned. Now there's concern of like they're gonna say that meet's not as important. That's gonna be a thing. They're gonna say Peyton Jordan is a a shit meet in their eyes compared to. There are pre approved continental tour meets. Mm-hmm. But they're not mm-hmm. gonna say that mark didn't happen. That's entirely different. They're not gonna say that mark didn't happen. That's crazy. Because the mark mm-hmm. happened.
2: Anything else on this topic? No. Did I do a good job covering it, Kevin?
0: Yeah, you actually did you did pretty well. Maybe you're just better when we're not in person. I yeah, can't remember a time it when we burst in over the last or in person. When you just you just took the time with it, I don't know. What yeah, it well, is. your
1: internet's really your internet's really bad. So I feel like when you talk, the audience is like annoyed, and when I talk, they're entertained. So I'm just trying to take over the pod. Gordon, <laughs> the remote the pod god. Here we go. <laughs> Gordon, did you I call the remote god cult? The remote pod god, Gordon Mac. Remote yeah. pod god. It's my new. You signature. know what I
0: actually think it is. You know what I actually think it is? I think when we're in person, Gordon has his laptop out and he gets distracted and he makes a point for about 15, 20 seconds, then moves on. Yeah. yeah. And here he has his laptop in front of him. You have your laptop in front of, front of you, but you, you need it to be able to see. So you don't have nine yeah. different windows open about what you don't have seven spreadsheets. So I think that's sure. part of it too. Um, other bit of news, uh, Diana Kip uh, Danny Kipioki of Kenya, Boston Marathon winner from last year. We talked about her getting uh, suspended. They made that official. AIU released the documents about her case. Uh, she gets a six-year ban, not just for the positive test, but also for spring. She presented some medical documents that they found to be uh, fraudulent. B- uh, BAA, because of this, announced that Edna Kiplegott is the, uh is the official winner of the 2020 one Boston Thon. Um, we also got other anti-doping news. Natalia Antuk was officially DQ'd, so that makes Leishina Demas the official gold medalist in the 400 hurdles from 2012. So it's like end of the year, everybody's getting uh, all the press releases, all the official statements and declarations out.
1: So when they um, do these retroactive like disqualifications, and you know we have a new winner, Kiplegat. Do you think there is a runner who ran the 2021 Boston Marathon who finished like 438th and it's like, I just finished 437th now?
0: Hell, yeah. And you just say, hey, I beat them because they got DQ'd. They did, yeah. they did a new top 10. I don't know if Colt put this up yet, but they did an official. I like this. They put a new top 10 up there with the prize money. So, I, you know, if you were 11 the prize of money, the prize money now. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's that's some Christmas cash. That's some walking around money that you didn't think you were going to have.
1: Yeah, and it's really big for the people who finish like twenty first because now they can say I'm top twenty athlete. People who finish twenty six can now say I'm a top twenty five athlete. You know, all all the people who get to round themselves up to a zero or a five. Like if you finish hundred and first, you're this is the greatest day ever. You're now a top one hundred athlete. That's that's gotta feel good.
0: Got to figure who that is. Yeah, tampering, a lot of tampering. There was another case that they settled yesterday where the evidence that the athlete presented—they added a, a a prescription drug that was not on the initial prescription written by the doctor. Like they had two prescriptions written, then they added a third one. They doctored the note. So to be uh, a trend right now, and AIU seems to be very good at catching this stuff. Uh, do you want to do? Uh, do you want to do a guess my PR? Yeah, let's do it. And we also have a we have an email too that I want to read. Uh, so this is from. I do have Gideal, a question. I believe.
1: Maybe before you yeah. guess my PR. So I may be stuck in Pennsylvania. What do you mean? So my driver's license expires December thirtieth, twenty twenty two.
2: And it's a your texas. texas oh
1: I it's see. a texas driver's license <laughs> and i fly home in january like january 4th 2023
0: wait did you just realize this
1: yeah i realized just it when i was looking was... at it when i was at airport i was like ooh, this might not work on the way back oh i thought well, you I, realized in the get middle to... of the pod no i just wanted to ask what your thoughts are because i'm not going to talk to you all next week are you thinking like the tsa is going to stop you because it's expired because i don't think yeah. will. I don't think they, they will. Won't? I think that, I think he'll be fine. Okay. I think. They're going to believe me? That's not fake?
0: Do you have a passport?
1: I do have a passport. Do you have a passport or anything? Do okay. you know where the passport is? At home.
0: It's in Austin. In Texas. Yeah. You get someone to send you the passport.
1: My door's locked. fee, I'll do it. My door's have a locked. a key hidden
0: anywhere? Just,
1: Just wait tell me for a tree, tree to is. hit the building. You know, if we can get in from there. I don't there. have a key hidden anywhere.
0: <laughs> Just no. walk through the, the window that's smashed after the tree hits it. <laughs>
1: But yeah, will I be able to get uh, home with an expired pa- with an expired license?
0: Uh Google that. Yeah, that's a that's a cult question. Okay. If anybody if not, in the chat, i might
1: have to stay here work. or drive, but I can't drive home okay. either because that's illegal too because I have an expired license.
2: Yeah. I w- what does it say here?
1: TSA will accept yes. expired driver's license or state issued IDs a year after expiration. Oh, all right, so I got a whole year. Okay, I'm good.
0: I'm good winner, winner.
2: Your alarm is we're good, no alarm, false alarm. Okay,
0: man, that would have been much funnier if they said they do not allow it. I would have enjoyed <laughs> that. You found out minute about minute. it when you were there. Good
1: for and I think like, road trip my way home, yeah, it'll be fun.
0: You ready to guess this one?
1: Yeah, guess my PR. Let's do it. All
0: right, marathon. You're guessing a marathon. Okay. Uh, Started running in spring of 2020. Played soccer my whole life, 2019, and found running in triathlon. Ran the LA Marathon in 2021 uh, and ran 310 with my last 10K being the fastest. 11th month, 11 months later, I ran the Long Beach Marathon. Um, So you're guessing that one. You're guessing the f- 2020 fall. 2020, and then you're going to guess the one he ran up 11 months later. Yeah, you got it?
2: Well, you told me
0: you got We're all that three ten. Yeah, now you're going to guess his next one, which was eleven okay, months later.
2: Okay, you give me the so,
0: workouts. Yeah, five five weeks out, two mile, with one minute uh, recovery. Twelve twenty seven, twelve twenty seven, twelve twenty five, twelve
2: eighteen. You got that? Yeah.
0: Uh, four weeks out, track workout. It's optional. Do you want me to read this? It's a lot of numbers.
1: Uh no, skip that one.
0: Okay. Because it was five by, 1K, five by one K, five by eight hundred. Okay. Uh 22 mile long run. Three weeks out. 22 mile long run. Okay. This is this is dumb. Um well, he did not give the total time, but uh six times one mile under 720, two mile under 620. Paces for the two miles, 643, 645, 640, 628, 623, 6.
2: There's one more. Let me know yeah. when you want the, the
0: last one I'm Ready from Jadeel.
1: I think we can get this.
0: Three weeks out, track workout, 10 times 800 with a minute rest. 10 times 800 with a minute rest, all in the 238 to 241 range.
2: What was the time uh, I'm still five twenty miles down Okay. three ten a year later. Is this is a man or woman uh it's a good question man man, okay um. Let me go to. Two fifty six. No, 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 no. Wait, L A. Is that fast? What's that course like? Is L A. hard course uh, or easy course? Uh, it's pretty. LA's pretty fast. It's not like crazy. Fa- okay, two two fifty one. Two fifty one. The answer is. Hold on, I lost it. 253.46. Close. That
1: was pretty, pretty close. I went 256 and I put them down 251 and then ran 253. All
0: right. Ruby wrote in and on this email, well, a couple things. Uh, first of all, said nice things about the show. Uh, she's a Brit living in Tennessee. Um, She says, first of all, she she has a bunch of thoughts here. One wants to know how your girlfriend felt about requiring audience approval before making uh movie decisions.
1: Okay. Not girlfriend yet. It's just a date. Okay. You know, so we okay. you not know, we don't need to put any labels on anything. She's a great, girl, but more dates to come. Anyway. Uh <laughs> she uh
2: she laughed. She thought it was funny. She thought it was she thought it was nice. She thought it was funny. Yeah, I'll leave it at okay. that. What, what
0: mo- what movie did you? What movie did you pick?
1: So this is becoming a different type of podcast. This is just like Gordon's uh, life podcast. No, we it was Grinch. But if you oh, okay. want to know the truth, we ended up not watching a movie. We just the, we never got to the movie part. So we'll watch a movie next time around. Which Grinch was it? Gotcha. Animated or animated? Animated Grinch. Animated. Good choice. Good choice. Wait, yeah. oh, hold on. The old one or the new one? I don't know which one should I choose when I actually the get old to one watch for the sure. Yeah, the, okay. The, the old one. The new I'll one. Watch the old one. Benedict Cumberbatch. No good. Don't watch that one. Okay. Okay. Got
0: it. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got. Taste maker. Uh, two gift cards. I love the idea of gift card giveaways. Uh, it talks about we should require people to do a review before we do the gift card giveaway. Which I agree. Right. That'd be a great incentive. And if we were a higher functioning podcast, we'd be able to pull that off. Um, but my coach literally just thought he might be trapped in another state because he can't <laughs> uh, renew his driver's license. So instead, we're just going to give it to the people who emailed in, uh, cl- including we yeah. added Ruby to, to it too. But here's the most important part. Remember, we talked about fastest marathons in each continent? Remember that? Yeah. Remember that? Okay. Yeah. yeah. She says, mm-hmm. okay, you can laugh. I took this very seriously. She said she spent way too many hours researching useless races and times that only you may care about. Please find uh, attached uh, a spreadsheet I made. Yes, Gordon, I made a spreadsheet detailing the fastest male and female marathons run on each continent, the athletes' names and exact locations and dates. Hope this makes you very happy, as like I said, it took way too long. Uh, She has two random facts here. Random fact one, you may be interested to know that a surprising number of fast marathons have been run in Slovenia. I found it strange that Slovenia kept appearing on the race location list long before any Oceanic, African, or South American and fact number two, the Antarctic Ice Marathon costs nineteen thousand five hundred dollars. People should quit complaining about the entry fees for the majors. Nineteen thousand dollars to run Terrific. a marathon in Antarctica—that's a good
1: guess. Yeah. I mean, if you bandit that race you're making a—it's a lot of bang for your buck. You get a nineteen thousand dollar race for free if you banded it.
0: Well. I think it's just you have everybody has to have their own helicopter in case something goes wrong. You have to have multiple helicopters on standby. I think that's the reason why. Um, oh, wow. Also, no, no, I, I made that up. That's why. It's like a very dangerous thing. Like you're running a marathon in Antarctica. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Said so I'll sign up here. They go on forever. Uh, so, yeah, that's from Ruby. That's Ruby. Thank you for the night. I can read all the compliments because uh, we appreciate it, but uh, we will move on to the gift card giveaway. You ready?
2: First annual
1: gift card giveaway. We'll have more gift yeah. cards next year, I'm sure. Yeah. We've decided on our gift cards. <laughs> on the board, we have so, a $5 Target card. We have a uh-huh. Chili's card. How much is a Chili's card worth? That's 10 That's 10 that's worth ten. That's a big one. I like that one. Yeah, Chili's card. Uh, we have two packs sun cards, which I'll show on the screen. Two packs on cards, different graphic. You know, you don't uh-huh. even have, you know, you, maybe you don't even spend it. Maybe just like it's cool art. You know, frame it, put it on your wall. I have no idea how much either are worth. Neither nor did I try to figure it out because I didn't have the time. But here we go. Boom. Gift cards, packed on sign those, mystery. Gordon? You should mystery. sign them. Mystery amount. Uh, yeah. I'll, oh yeah. We're, no it comes with a note. Signature. Comes no, with no, the, it. Comes with uh, a Comes with the, note. Come with the handwritten note. note. Handwritten note. Yeah. Yes. Comes okay. with a note. Uh, but they're mystery dollar amounts. We have the Nickel City. Okay. Uh, this is a bar in Austin near my house, so you have to be in Austin to use it. But if you're ever in Austin, here you go. Gift card to a bar in Austin. Again, not sure how much. It's probably. Ten bucks, maybe five, maybe four, eighty, I don't know. Talk about the target five dollars. And then this is the best one. AMC gift card. I think it has a value, it hasn't been used yet. So I think it has two two not two two tickets worth of money.
2: And with the inflation these days, it could be like thirty bucks, maybe twenty, twenty five bucks. I don't know. So that's what this
1: is AMC.
0: I also I threw in my Baskin Robbins one.
1: Seventy two
0: Yeah, that one the value is more in the note that you get. At me <laughs> and Gordon, uh, maybe we'll put some. I don't. Know, what else could we put in there? Like a paper airplane or something? So, something of uh, some personal touch there. So we got we got seven prizes. We got seven people here who wrote in um, that are going to part Let's of this it. raffle. Yeah. So hold on, hold on. The first one is. So the first one, uh, Andrew. Andrew is going to get whatever this first one is. I got to write all this stuff down so that way we can keep a, a record of this. So Andrew is going to get this first spin, whatever it is, and then we'll take it off the board. My apologies if anybody gets the best one. Oh, sorry, and
2: Andrew.
0: Chili's 10 bucks. Chili's 10 like bucks. It. Going from my house to yours, Andrew. Boom. So can we take. I right. get that chili's. Okay, cool. Now we're down to just 6. Yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, keep next this segment person, moving
1: for people just listening yeah. on on Spotify right now.
0: Jeremy, so. Jeremy, Jeremy is up next. Jeremy gets whatever this lands on. Let's see what it is. Could be something great, could be something not so great. It is Nickel City. Nickel City. So,
1: come, come to Austin. Flight not not, in, not, included. In- not included. Airfare and hotel stay not included, but if you're in Austin, go to Nickel City.
0: Nickel City off the board. So we still got the best one and the worst one still there. Next up is Matthew.
1: I wonder who gets the 72 cent
0: gift card. I know. I actually can't. Target $5 for. That's a good one. That's a, that's like Matthew.
1: a middle Everybody of the road. That. That's valuable. You can get something with five for 5 bucks at Target.
0: Ethan. Ethan. Next up, there's four left. The good one, one, two mystery. Ones. What's it going to be for Ethan? Ooh, stun number That's two. One. Yeah, it's stun number two for Ethan. Now you don't know how much is on that, right?
2: I don't know how much are on either.
0: Uh the next person. Um, they didn't put. The, we'll just call them ninety-two because that was part of some of their email here. 92. Let's see what they get. Yeah. AMC, Baskin Robin, 72 cents and Sun. Oh, very close. <laughs> Sun number one. <laughs> Man. So we have this. Is, so we have the two emailers who wrote in today. Uh, who also put, sent their Spotify thingies. Uh, Jadeel and Ruby. They're battling it out for the best and worst gift. <laughs> this is crazy. This, <laughs> did you ever play the Elephant? Kind like white elephant. It's like the one. Good, like, yeah. did you ever play white elephant? Yeah, you got the best yeah, and the, and yeah, the yeah. worst left. So, um, all right. So we got Baskin Robbins seventy two cents versus the AMC gift cards this Is the last spin? uh, uh Jadeel gets whatever up here. Let's see what it is. I'm nervous. Ooh.
1: They want the AMC. I know they want. Oh,
0: Baskin Robbins. Oh, <laughs> oh Baskin Robbins. He got the mar- he has a marathon PR though, right? So it all wasn't yeah. a loss of the year. So he gets get extra Robbins. sprinkles,
1: extra sprinkles on his next ice cream, and that means who's getting the AMC two tickets?
0: Ru- Ruby, Ruby.
1: I right, we spin got the wheel Confirmed. confirm. Let's spin the wheel. Will it still land on AMC? It does. Almost landed on the line there. Ruby, get the two tickets. <laughs> AMC.
0: Boom. All right, we'll send that out in the new Watch Avatar. Gardens. Allowed back. Into the state of Texas, but we'll figure yeah. that out. Uh, Colt, any expect, last words?
1: Expect thirty to sixty business days to get your ticket.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm putting and you in charge on- of this, Kevin. I'm mailing these all out because I have yeah. them all here.
0: Well, but you need to sign them. I well, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll take them. care of mine, and then and then you need to write the personalized note too. Like, yeah. there's no take. Too bad, Gordon Mac. You need to you need to come up with like an inspirational saying.
1: Yeah, you're 0. .01 away from Boat Goat. I like that Exactly. One.
0: Yeah. All right, that's it. We'll leave it there. Uh, next week, we'll have Monday-Wednesday show. We won't have a Friday show this week. Right, everybody enjoy uh, the holidays with friends and family. Next week, we'll have two award shows. One's coming Monday. Uh, uh we'll just go live at the normal time, and then the other the one as well, too. Bro, Monday, internet. You should do it's the outro. trash.
1: Bro. <laughs> do the outro. Your internet is trash. I'm going to end that. <laughs> So what actually is happening next week is Monday and Wednesday award show part one, Monday, part two, Wednesday. We're recording part two right now. Enjoy it. Enjoy your holidays. Kevin needs to get better internet. um, And we'll see you on the other side of the year. Peace. (laughs)